0: This show is brought to you in part by Temple Sporting Goods, powered by AdCraft. For more information on creating great gear for your team, contact them at 563-243-1304 or at TempleSports.com. Hey, NAI football fans, this is Corey Thorpe here without John Cooper tonight. He is recording uh, with Coach Mike Jasper tonight, but I, I have Steve Ryan. From Morningside College, the reigning back-to-back NAIA national champions. Coach, do you ever get tired of hearing that?
1: <laughs> I actually don't hear that very often, but uh, I appreciate that introduction. Um, thank you.
0: <laughs> you're you you're welcome. I, uh, you know, we've it, we're we're two for two with y'all. We've been to we've been to two national championship games. And y'all have won them both. So, you know, I think next year we need to, uh, you know, maybe uh, maybe talk about this a little.
1: We, we probably should. And, um, man, we probably should get you up to some of our games this year. Yeah. Um, especially the big ones, if, if, if we've had that much success with you at the games. But, uh, yeah, those last two national championship games were a lot of fun. They are both outstanding football games.
0: Both in their own way, too. Uh, the one um of course this year was a um y- you know a tale of two halves where where Marion's defense just had no answer um for for your offense and then comes roaring back in in the second half uh whereas the one against Benedictine was it was a slog up to the very end uh do you, do you have a favorite of the two
1: <laughs> Pro- uh probably the just just, um, you, you're right, and um, probably the Marion game just because we, we had the lead, I think, the whole game, whereas with Benedictine, we just had to come back the way we did. But, uh, um, yeah, I mean, uh, there in the second half, we uh, Marion had us figured out, and uh, we were struggling to just slow them down on defense.
0: I mean, good team, good running back, obviously. Um, you know, and, and y'all counter with your own um offense which continues to put up really great numbers. Um talk a little bit about what y'all had on offense um with with Dolan and and Ponder and Jurgensmeyer and Ells Uh you know, it seems like y'all didn't really uh miss much of a of, of a beat uh losing losing uh, Niles and Salsma from 2018.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean we you know Trent Hallsman started for us for three years and we had all that time with, with Connor Niles. And, and I mean, what you have, there's is, is two guys that own plenty of the records in NAI football. And, and so I, I just felt like in 2019, we had so many unknowns on offense. Um, but we had AP back and we had Reed back. And, but we had so many unknowns on offense. Um, that it, it really had a different feel to it. And uh, a lot of it was I felt our guys on offense really committed. They really you know, wanted to go out there and say, hey, you know what, we can do this without those two guys. Um, but what we did have to do is we had to go through a whole season and kind of learn what Joey could do. I think we, we learned that Joey could handle pressure very well in big games. And and uh, we saw that Bo and AJ and Reed were able to, to step up and uh, it gave us a much more diversified offense, uh, even though we lacked the the superstar player on the outside.
0: So, what was the the theme? How did you how did you approach twenty nineteen? Uh, because you, you always hear the, the the second one is much harder than the first in in terms of motivation. What was your what was your message? What was your theme?
1: Yeah, and. Um, we talked about just a relentless pursuit of excellence. And we talked about that. And And I would say this. I actually felt that the first one was harder than the second one. I do follow what you were saying there. But we just had, I, I think in many ways, you know, we lost those guys. We lost some guys on offense. But we had our defense all back. And uh, I just feel that, you know, there was something about winning with with. T- those two superstars on offense where everyone else just kind of said, Hey, you know, let's show the world that we can do it without them. And uh, I, you know, they were just very self motivated guys, very driven guys. And, and it's a real, uh, real credit to them. And largely I'm talking about all those guys that we had on defense that were coming back for their senior year. So um, it just, it just took a different flavor. It took a different turn, but um, there, there is something that, you know, And I'm saying all this, and, you know, just kind of like you talked about, 2018 was more of a defensive national championship game where 2019 became kind of an offensive shootout in the end. But our defense played really well in 19, and and there's really a lot of comfort when your defense plays well because, you know, like they say, a defense travels.
0: Yeah, so talk about that a little bit. You're you're losing, um, you know, a couple of – losing a large portion of your defense. You talked about how you had a lot of seniors in 2019. Um, You're you're losing um, two all-conference players at at each level of your defense along your line. You've got Paulson and Maitland um, that that you're losing. You've got the the Katzers at linebacker who uh, you know finished one tackle apart at 104 and 103. um, And then you're you're losing six interceptions just from Clayton Nordeen and Deion Claiborne. Uh talk yeah. about talk about that defense and, and what you're expecting from uh, that in twenty twenty.
1: Yeah. Well really we're losing the middle of our defense and uh Maitland is back so really okay. it's, you know, it's Alex Paulson there at Nose Guard and then the three linebackers and and uh, the two Kotzer brothers and, and Chase Nelson and then both safeties Deion Dion Claiborne and Clayton Nordine, and you know those guys all started for three years, so it isn't that we're just losing them. We're losing guys that have started for three years, and you know, let me just say this, kind of to touch, you know, touch base on that. You know, they were healthy for three years, and and you know, you there's a little bit of luck that it takes to win a national championship, and one of it is you got to stay healthy. And uh, those those you know six guys in the middle stayed healthy, started every game there for three years, and and so I think. You know, especially with losing spring ball. I mean, you always you've got guys that are always working. They always want their opportunity to show what they can do, but they just you know we there is some uncertainty there because we've had the same guys starting for so long and just didn't have that spring ball to to see how some of the guys stepped up already.
0: So, what has been your message this year uh, with no spring ball? With uh, you know uncertainty about what's going to happen going into summer. What's been your message to your team?
1: Our, our message has really just been, you know, we've kind of gone with, hey, dominate the day. Um, just, you know, continue that relentless pursuit that each and every day that you're going to get better. Um, and just what, like I, f- I feel like last year there was uh, a real motivating factor that, hey, we can do it without those, you know, those and there was two seniors on, on defense that we had lost that year, too, in Span and and Chase Reese. We lost those superstars. We can do it again. I think this year it's a whole new wave of guys. It's just so many more that, hey, you know, we can do this, too. And uh, as long as I think there's young guys that are stepping up and replacing and, and saying, hey, this is our, our time, this is our opportunity, uh, we'll be okay. But um, But we just don't know because we haven't had a chance to see them do it
0: so just out of out of curiosity here uh you you know you've got one of the best running backs in in the nation with with ap um and he's done nothing but get better um the longer you you've had him um and and he looks to be on track for for two thousand yards this season uh you you gonna feed the man the ball
1: yeah <laughs> yeah we're gonna yeah we're gonna you know we're going to get the ball in his hands, and you know I, it, you know it was, you know we were sitting putting together some things the other day, and I think my defensive coordinator just made a comment. You know you you do have AP Ponder back at running back. You know sometimes <laughs> as a head coach you look at so many different things, and the reality is that you know AP if he can have a great year, uh, I mean he's had back to back 1900 yard seasons as a starter. He's never lost a game as a starter. I mean, he's really had a, a, a fantastic run for us. And, um, you know, hopefully he's having a great off season. We just don't know quite as much, you know, in this day and age. But uh, uh, we're going to count on him quite a bit. Um, I, th- I think one of the things that really helped us last year, uh, whereas in 18, we just he was just all we had is, you know, Anthony Sims and, and Tupac Apaka, you know, came along and really are explosive and exciting backs as well. So. So AP's got a little help there in the backfield, but uh, uh, we're, we're we're going to continue to count on him.
0: So, uh, at at what point last year when you're when you're going through, did you kind of get the idea that hey Joey uh, dolanchet could be could be our guy for this year?
1: Yeah, you know, um, you know, Trent Trent threw the ball so well. And he was just so tough of a quarterback. He just took hits, sat in there and just played so well. You know, I I don't you know, we weren't in a ball game until our last regular season game against Northwestern. And, you know, we were down at halftime and just came you know, came out and played well. And I thought, you know, Joey played exceptionally well in that football game. And that's kind of the first time I thought, all right, he, he can do it. Um, because here was the, you know, the cross count, conference rival and and he was playing well and he's not, he's not frustrated at all and he's not missing a beat. And so I think, you know, after that game, I felt really good about Joey, felt really good, uh, after St. Xavier. I just thought St. Xavier an outstanding defense and, and they do such a good job. Um, that, that I felt really good with with Joey after that game.
0: Talking about that, I um, I was talking to um, Saint Xavier's coach Coach Feminist, and just sort of the uh, really Morningside again. Um, was was there was there any? Oh man, we we've seen these guys, we we know these guys, we've uh, you know this is this is where we go uh, when when you get that draw.
1: I think there is, and, and I mean, we have a real advantage in that draw because, um, you know, um, since 2012, they won the national championship in 2011, and then 2012 we went for the national championship. Uh, I want to say we've played five times in the playoffs, and it's always been at our place. So I think f- for Coach Feminist, it, it's not just hey, it's Morningside, but I got to go to Iowa as well. And so I think there's a little bit of comfort there sometimes in the playoffs when you, you, you know, you, you know who you're playing and not, and, it, you know, you know, you know, sometimes you watch film, there's no crossover. You're trying to get a good read on how good guys are. Our guys know those guys are good. And so I always feel that that's a huge game for us because um, of just the nature of, hey, these guys are really good. These and if we can block them. Uh, we're gonna be able to play with anyone else.
0: so let's let's look at that schedule. and you were talking about um, uh, northwestern and crossovers, and there's so many ways to get into this. Um, to you, um let's let's start with the, Nor- the northwestern game. i I don't know if you caught any of our live shows um, this this last season, but that was that was the thing that we were harping on all last season is you know, whoever, Wins that game between Morningside and Northwestern is going to be your your G Pack representative. Um, you know is going to is going to have uh, the ball game at their place is going. You know is going to have the easier time. Uh, do you prefer having Northwestern up front or do you like having having the drama build?
1: <laughs> I know it's it's I. Because of the number of new players that we're going to have and uh, the fact that they have so much returning, um, I think I'd prefer to play the game late, but it's not the way it is. You know, in, in recent years, um, you know, we've always played at their place for whatever reason. The conference has scheduled it, so we always go to their place. But, you know, this year it's going to be at our place and it's going to be early in the year. So um, I think I'd prefer to play them late. I think. Then you know a little bit more what you've got, but without question, you know someone's going to come out of that game with a win, and they're going to be sitting really good in the conference. And somebody's going to come out of the game with a loss, and they're they're going to have to the win to win out.
0: Similarly, down near the end of the year, um, I'm I've i am sort of wondering how Dort is going to play this year. They've got a lot coming back as well. Um, just talk talk to me about what you see out, coming out of uh, out of Dort this year.
1: I think you know uh, this. This could very well be Dort's best year. Um, they've got just an outstanding senior class um, on offense and on defense. And uh, you know, last year I think they struggled some with just staying healthy, specifically early in the year. And so um, I think I think Dort's going to be an outstanding football team. So um, yeah, I think that the two Iowa schools are, are going to be big games and. They've kind of switched spots where we normally play them. We normally play door at the beginning of the year and Northwestern at the end, and, and the schedule switched them around. So it will definitely be a big game and a big challenge for us.
0: Now going back to the, to the very beginning of, of the schedule, um, when I talked with, with Coach Nesbitt uh, way back in uh, January, February, uh, he was one of the first uh, interviews of the off season, and he and he said, Hey, we're playing Morningside. First game this year. Um, I'm like, going, oh, that's going to be fun. Talk to me a little bit, a bit about how that came about.
1: Well, I think, number one, I think they're going to be an outstanding football team. Typically, when you're a startup program, this is their year. You know, you've had those guys that have been playing so long, and I you know I question myself a little bit scheduling this game going down there to Arizona in the heat first game of the year and 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 what that presents itself and it'll be interesting to see if the game actually takes place right because yeah none of us knows what's happening with Corona and and just being able to buy flights and everything else but um, I think they're going to be an outstanding football team and I think that's going to be an incredible ball game um, as I said I I think this is their year but but I will say this. It is difficult for us to find non-conference games, um, but out of Arizona was was more than willing to play us, and I think that speaks to their confidence and and uh, that they know they're ready to to really jump onto the national scene.
0: Gee, I can't imagine why it would be difficult to find uh, non-conference games, Coach. Back back to back national championships will do that for you. Undefeated seasons at that. It
1: it will it will and uh, and. Yeah, so I mean, it's just a challenge. I mean, uh, the, the the years previous, we had played Truman State, um, and then we've played Whitewater, and those have been outstanding games. And um, I do think the Arizona game is is uh, going to make us grow up real fast.
0: That's that's going to be a fun game to watch. I can't I can't wait to uh, to to see it. I, like you said, I hope it I hope it takes place. Um, we I hope everything gets gets calmed back down and, and we get to go and play some football. But before I let you go, I got to know this is going to be your twentieth season uh, with Morningside uh, there in Sioux City. Um, what makes Sioux City special to you after after two decades?
1: Yeah, I just you know um, it's a it's a good sized city and it's really just fantastic people here in Sioux City. I grew up in Iowa, so uh, I do have family in the area. I've got six kids. They've all, you know, gone to, to school, you know, uh, here in Sioux City. And so there's just, uh, there's a home aspect to it. And, and, uh, one of the things I think that's really special about Morningside is how well the community gets behind the college and supports the college. And, and so, um, it's a unique place and you know, you've probably seen it the national championship game, but they travel and they come out and they watch Mm -hmm. us play and they support us. And, and uh, I've been here long enough and we've made the playoffs um, enough times that you realize that not everyone's like that, you know, it's uh, but there are a few places that uh, you go to them and you realize that, you know, Hey, this city gets behind their team. They support them And Morningside's one of those places and, uh, it just makes for a, a great place for a coach to be.
0: Well, Coach, we thank you for coming on the show this evening. Uh, we'll, we'll be watching. Um, you know, one of the right. things we love is that your games are available on the Morningside YouTube channel that gives us really easy access to be able to watch y'all and the rest of the G Pack um, and, and just get an idea of, of what. Uh, what the G Pack has to offer on any given week
1: sounds good well thanks for having me on
0: absolutely coach have a good night hey guys Corey here if you enjoy our show and the coverage of small college football we provide please consider becoming a patron at patreon.com forward slash naif ball doing so you help support small college football media coverage For the next 20 or so $3 patrons, we will send you a limited edition holographic NAIF ball sticker. These are gorgeous and we only have a limited amount to send out. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash NAIAF ball and become a patron today.